Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We have a lot to cover here on the show, including a doubleheader in Monday Night Football, the start of the American League Division Series, and the Houston Texans part ways with head coach, general manager Bill O'Brien after an 0-4 start. Is Dan Quinn next? All right, that's a good segue to talk about last night, the Monday Night Football game. I'll get into the Patriots-Chiefs game, but first, what an embarrassment by the Atlanta Falcons outright just embarrassed. I'm not a Falcons fan. I've lived in Georgia since 2006. I've watched the Falcons. I've rooted for the Falcons when they're not playing the 49ers, which is my team. But the Atlanta Falcons, it has to be a disgrace that they have actually have had this team put together by general manager Thomas Dimitrov since 2008. They go to Lambeau. I expected the Packers to win. They are the better team. They're probably one of the best teams in football. When I make my top five picks, they're definitely on the list. The Packers won the game 30-16, to but that doesn't tell the story. What tells the story is that sense of urgency that the Falcons need to come up with after starting 0-3, giving up two heartbreaking losses. They just gave away the games in back-to-back weeks. You would think they'd come out with a sense of urgency. I know the secondary is banged up. But on that first play, Matt Ryan goes three and out. They give the ball to Aaron Rodgers. He scores a touchdown. Next, Matt Ryan goes three and out. Unbelievable. You know you're going up against the greatest quarterback in this league. You have got to match him score for score. Where's the creative play calling by offensive coordinator Dirk Cutter? Dan Quinn is done. If Arthur Blank does not fire him this week, he will fire him next week. I know that the schedule gets easier. The next five games are winnable games. What do you do if the interim coach goes 9-3 and three and they finish the season 9-7 and seven and then make the playoffs? Do you hire that interim coach as the full-time coach there is a lot of mysteries a lot of questions first of all there's something wrong with this offense you have all this skilled players the offensive line is fine all five starters first round picks Caleb McGarry was back you have Chris Listrom James Carpenter Alex Mack you have the third round pick Matt Hennessy in there as a role player you have Jake Matthews your talented left tackle the Falcons offensive line is okay Hayden Hurst is a good tight end Calvin Ridley Russell Gage Matt Ryan has got to make better decisions. They have to have the sense of urgency where they have to go down and get touchdowns. And that's the problem that the Falcons have had with this laid-back coaching style. Some of the players are even saying that Dan Quinn is not a very disciplined head coach. He doesn't show accountability. We saw that in the Super Bowl, giving up the 28-3 lead. And then afterwards, when he hired Steve Sarkeesian as the offensive coordinator, going up against the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs, and you can't get it in the end zone. And then on that opening night game, the the following year, you can't get in the end zone. How many times have the Falcons had a first and goal and they couldn't get in the end zone because of their lackluster play calling? It's over. I think that not only Dan Quinn should be fired, general manager Thomas Dimitrov should be fired, and they should blow up this entire defense. They need to start from the ground up. Hire a smart general manager that will try to build up this defense. Skilled players will eventually come, but you got to get big-time defensive players. First off, they need to get a pass rusher. They need to get somebody 
somebody like a Chase Young, somebody like a Nick Bosa, somebody that is just a ferocious pass rusher that puts fear in offensive linemen, where offensive linemen have to double him. They haven't have they've they haven't had a, a dominant pass rusher in over 10 years. I can't tell you the last time that they've had a dominant pass rusher. Dante Fowler is a good player. He's not an every down pass rusher. He made some good plays in the backfield. Grady Jarrett is a good defensive tackle. That's the only player that I would keep because he is a stud. He is a Pro Bowl defensive tackle. Tack McKinley can go. The jury is still out on Deion Jones. Uh, Deion Jones is a nice linebacker. He's not a Pro Bowl type linebacker. I know he's made the Pro Bowl, but he's not one of the best linebackers in football. I know that secondary was banged up, but Keanu Neal is not the same player as he was after the injury. Ricardo Allen, he's not just a player that instills fear. And then the corners, they got to do something with their cornerbacks. Uh, They are Aaron Rodgers. How many times in that game did receivers for the Packers were wide open on three of those touchdowns, including two to the tight end? I know that the Packers look like they're the best team in football. Something's got to change the culture for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, we had another Monday night football game to start. I think that was pretty cool to see two Monday night football games. This one started at seven, which is a perfect time to watch football. The New England Patriots taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs won the game 26 to 10. But that's not the story. The Patriots were coming into this game for the first time in 19 years as a double digit underdog. They had a quarterback committee, Brian Hoyer and Jared Stidham, and they gave up four turnovers. And obviously, the Chiefs are the better team, but the New England Patriots, without Cam Newton in this offense, they look lost and they're now 2-2. Two and two. And we don't know when Cam Newton is going to be back. Obviously, if he's not showing any symptoms, he could come back after a ne- another negative test, probably in 10 days. So we'll see what happens, who's going to be the starting quarterback next week. We had the start of the division series last night. And in the American League, just as I called it, the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees win both their games. The A's had a early lead in the game against Houston, but Carlos Correa hit two home runs, had four runs batted in, and they opened the door on the athletics, which like I said, experience matters in the postseason. The Astros have it. They've been to the World Series last year. They won the World Series in 2017. They have great young players, Chief or no cheating, the players of George Springer, Jose Altuve, Carlos Correa, they just have outstanding young players that they got over the last decade. It's been great for the Houston Astros, and I think the Astros advance. They will go to take on the Yankees, which won their game against the Tampa Bay Rays thanks to a grand slam by Giancarlo Stanton, and the Yankees win this game 9-3. to I feel it's over. I feel that the Astros and Yankees are now on a collision course to meet in the ALCS. Well, it's exciting. If you're a baseball fan, it doesn't get any better than this. Four games on tap today, starting with the Atlanta Braves taking on the Miami Marlins. Max Fried's going to take the mound, and he had a dominant performance last time in the postseason. Does he continue with the dominant pitching? And will the Braves' bats come to life? This is going to be a very interesting series because you have five games in a row. What's the pitching rotation going to be like? Is Max Fried going to come back on three days rest? Is Ian Anderson going to start game two and come back on three days rest? And the jury is still out. We have not seen the pitching of Kyle Wright. He is going to get the start in game three. And this Miami Marlins,
Marlins team is the biggest mystery. I don't know how they're doing it. This team lost over 100 games last year, and they're in the postseason, and they have not lost a postseason series in the franchise history. And the other National League contest tomorrow will be the Dodgers and the Padres. I like how these games in the division series are all division rivals. It is great to have, and we also have a pretty good matchup in the National Basketball Association tonight as the Los Angeles Lakers will take on the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals. The Lakers have a 2-1 series lead, and we don't know the status of Bam Adebayo and Gordon Dragic yet, but we know that Jimmy Butler will bring his A game. Is Jimmy Butler an A? Is he an A player? Is he now a superstar? I know we saw Jamal Murray have just some shades of superstardom, and LeBron just quieted that pretty quick, but Jimmy Butler is one of the top five players in the NBA. He has elevated his game to of superstardom there with LeBron, and he's younger than LeBron. And LeBron in his 17th year knows that he has to take a step back and be a facilitator and allow Anthony Davis to carry this offense, which Anthony Davis disappeared in that fourth quarter. So this will be an interesting game. Game four will be tonight, Lakers and Heat. It's going to be exciting. I, I enjoy seeing these games in the bubble. I enjoy seeing the virtual fans, and I'm really looking forward to this game. All right, well, the Houston Texans part ways with head coach, general manager Bill O'Brien at 0-4, which means I feel there are more coaches that are going to be following the footsteps of the Houston Texans. Adam Gase is next and possibly Dan Quinn. Both could happen this week as the Jets have just given up on the season. Houston, they have a very talented team and I think that losing to the Vikings at home was the final straw and Bill O'Brien, who has a winning record with the Texans, cannot get it done with the talent and they have a winnable division. The AFC South is a winnable division. I know right now the Titans are 3-0, the Colts are 3-1, and and the Jaguars are 1-3. Houston 0-4 could climb out of the hole and get a win in this division. It is going to be great, but I think Dan Quinn is going to be next. I honestly feel that way. All right, so it is Tuesday. I want to break down my top five NFL teams, and this week is pretty easy because it seems like the teams that are undefeated are pulling away from the pack. And starting with my number one team, uh, I feel the Green Bay Packers are number one. They have shown last night that Aaron Rodgers can get it done with anonymous wide receivers. He is great. The play calling between Matt LaFleur is the difference. And that's the effort that I'd like to see with the Falcons. There's no aggressiveness with Atlanta, but Green Bay has got, Aaron Rodgers has got Green Bay rolling and the Packers are number one. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs shown with Patrick Mahomes that he can do it any way. And with a 26 to 10 win over New England, New England was throwing all sorts of schemes at him because New England has this great defense and Patrick Mahomes, it wasn't pretty, but he got the W and that's really all that matters. And Kansas City at 4-0 has uh, done some good things and they can make some adjustments. Right now, it is hard to pick against Kansas City, especially with them being the defending world champs. At number three, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson has shown that he can get the job done whether on the road or at home. They have flaws. They don't have a pass rush. They don't have 
elite number one wide receivers. Not even sure if Josh Gordon has played this year. I know they had talks about getting Antonio Brown, but Russell Wilson doesn't need Pro Bowl wide receivers. He has shown with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and now David Moore coming out of nowhere. The big X factor is the acquisition of tight end Greg Olson. He's shown that he is still an elite tight end. I have Seattle at three. Number four is the Buffalo Bills. They cracked the top five this week because Josh Allen has proven you can go into Las Vegas and take on a Raiders team that has some talent and the Bills defense all around is one of the best defenses in the league. Josh Allen is playing like an MVP. The acquisition of Stephon Diggs helps. Also, Devin Singletary in the backfield is a good running back. Buffalo is at 4-0. They will be tested in the next upcoming months, especially when they have to take on Seattle. That is going to be a huge, possibly Super Bowl preview in a couple of weeks where Seattle will travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. The team that's number five on this list is the Baltimore Ravens. Their one loss was to the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson has got this offense rolling. The defense is solid and one flaw is if you get a lead on the Ravens, it is going to be hard for the Ravens to come back. The Baltimore Ravens are number five on this list. They have one loss at three and one. Their loss was to the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson still a great quarterback. One of the flaws that the Ravens have is one of the flaws that the Ravens have. One of the flaws that the Ravens have is that if you get a lead on him, it is hard for Lamar Jackson to come back and pass his way out of a hole. But this team is solid. They had a very impressive win over the Washington football team over the weekend with that talented defense that the Washington football team has. They crack this top five list as the only team in my top five with a loss. That's all the time I have on the show. I want to thank all my listeners that downloaded my podcast and don't forget to subscribe to my channel and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.